Hey, welcome in. Glad that you are here. My name is Billy Walker. And I am Lori. And we are in here for another episode of Dive Deeper. You know, there's never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. The reason we are doing this episode right now is because we are so excited (laughs) to share with you this episode that we had to do it Sunday, immediately following the service. Yes, it's still in the afternoon on Sunday, August the 20th, 2023. Week two of Prism. Prism. So excited we had to share this with you. And the other reason is because my cars broke down in the parking lot. <laughs> so we're waiting for AAA. So we thought, hey, let's take advantage you know, honestly, of the situation. And uh, so here we are. There's never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. I would indeed. just like, like, does anybody ever just go to do what they plan on doing without there being some hiccups? Because honestly, sometimes I think it has to just be us. But I don't think so. I believe that there's just an all-out attack on just trying to get everyone to lose their cool. Lose their cool. <laughs> lose their mind. And uh, yeah. So, and I did say cool, by the way. Um, and, you know, sometimes um, it seems like we're just walking on eggshells. <laughs> you are so yeah. ridiculous. Well, I just, you know, people... Why did you have to go there? You poked the bear. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, my goodness. You don't want to poke the bear when now it comes to Now you have to, to go Lori into something that was a very hot topic yesterday. Hot topic. Yes. Yes. Hot topic. Hot topics. A new a new segment. Hot topics. No, don't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Let's see. You do something like that, then it's not funny anymore. So you have to save it. Don't push another button. <laughs> you are such a fool. Okay, so now we have to talk about this egg shell uh, thing, and now you're gonna tie into you're gonna like take away our time about the serious stuff. Well, there's nothing like but walking on eggshells with you. I love working in my garden. You do, and yes. it's August. Yes, and I am starting to kind of like get things ready for the fall and the, the winter. Fall, yes. Uh huh. And, and so, so we had eggs yesterday. Out of the kindness of your heart, you said, "Hey, would you like breakfast this morning?" <laughs> Which she hasn't asked in like I don't know 35 years. No, I'm kidding. That's not quite not that long, but it's been a minute well, and i was like well yeah sure uh-huh. so she made french toast and it was out of sight good. i know it's the bomb.com i know it's why i don't order it in a restaurant because okay, it was so very now good you so up. then however after she was done with the ding, dong, um dong. french toast then she was like you know i think the dog wants an egg i'm like my gosh <laughs> just going through because eggs I like egg butter shells, and if you work in the there yard you, go. you know all about the eggshells going into your plants there you go so, so she wanted eggshells that i kept the eggshells so she had eggshells on the counter in a napkin in a paper towel and mm-hmm. she I said, Do said not throw away make those sure eggshells. that you throw away my no. eggshells nope no, no. She said, don't throw away the eggshells. Yeah. But all I got out of it was throw away the eggshells. And he did. So when I cleaned everything up, of course, I threw away the eggshells. But the problem is I threw them away in the paper towel, inside a plastic bag, inside, inside a bigger plastic yes. bag. And then I took it out to the trash and so itself. when I found out that I was missing my eggshells. So then guess what? We poked the bear. Had, because then it was like, get my eggshells. Loves rain get my eggshells. I was walking on eggshells the rest I of the day. I want those eggshells, so, Ray. of course, being... The loving husband that I am, I went out to the trash and got the bag out yes. and undid the bag Problem and undid solved. the little bag and pulled out the paper towel with the eggshells and brought it back in. And boom, there we go. We're all set. Until and so let me finish the story. And so later on in the day, I came home. My mom was there. 
I went to, again, find my eggshells and they were missing. And I said, mom, where are those eggshells? She goes, oh, I threw them away. I'm like, I, I can't get any help around here. So I had to dig them out of the trash again. So anyways, those are like priceless eggshells and everybody's walking around on eggshells. It's like a whole episode in our house on every day of whatever. Okay, honey. So today we're week two of Prism. Yes. And I worked on a couple things. That I thought were pretty good to start with because you kind of did like a, a general introduction update as to what you spoke about last week. Yep, yep. Looking at the about mirror. the prism. We're a mess. And you took it out of your pocket. And you, put, yep. you got it on Amazon and all the <laughs> colors and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so you said, first of all, everyone has imperfections because yeah. you were trying to say that the prism that you had this week was not as sparkly and beautiful as it was last week. Yeah, when I pulled it out of the bag, sure. But because and that's because it's got my fingerprints all over it. it. Yeah. And yep. as God's children, we kind of put our stupid little Grammy fingerprints all over ourselves and mess things up so much. Right. Once we realize that we are a mess, which Paul we talked about last week, everybody's in the same boat. We have all sinned. We do not match up to God's perfection. So then we realize, hey, he gave us a way out. It's through his son Jesus. We accept him, and um, we then, of course, are made whole, and sin is forgiven. But, yeah, at times, though, we can still, of course, mess up. And the and Apostle Paul said put he our fingerprints was on things. the chief of sinners. Exactly, so, exactly. If you think you so, got So today we jumped into the fact hmm. that if you need restoration, it is the Spirit of God that is going to... So, like last week, you talked about reflection. So, is this week restoration? Yes. Oh, look at that. I just picked that up on there. I don't know if anyone else missed that. I, I didn't have that part. Oh, yeah. At all. Yep, yep. Restoration. Key point. I'm writing that down now. Okay. So, then, um, okay. And you talked about it's all about our reflection. Like, we are reflecting our Heavenly Father. Yeah, we so are to be a reflection of Him. I wrote down him, what so. or who do we reflect. Yeah, yeah. And so instead of like, are we trying to magnify ourselves or are we trying to magnify God? That's the choice that we kind of have to make like probably 15 times a day. Yeah, we well, and we can magnify so many things. I mean, easy, we've even easy. talked about how we can magnify our problems, magnify our difficulties, mm-hmm. magnify uh, drama, um, you know. So, yeah, we're supposed to magnify God, and when we do that, that's when we are the best reflection. But, again, we can still get our grimy fingerprints on that, and so we need the restoration of the Holy Spirit right. to and make that difference. Right, and that's kind of like, that's your big draw this week is about you introduced the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit polishes us up. Yeah. So from the fingerprints and everything like that. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, and, and the Holy Spirit is... You know, it, it's it's appropriate that we have the title that we do, Dive Deeper. I threw that out there about three yes. or four times this morning, just as a shameless plug. But also like because cool. we were, we dive in deeper. We, we, we got a little deep as far as the Holy Spirit is concerned. But that's partly because we, we, we don't understand everything there is to know about the Holy Spirit. And I think God's okay with that. God wants us to be open to the Holy Spirit. Well, there yeah. are a lot of things that we know, but then there are some things that we're kind of afraid of. And so we, you know, because we don't understand or because we don't know, then we don't talk about it very much. And the truth is, it's the power of the Spirit that 
makes the difference in our lives. Yes, yes. And then you said John three sixteen. We had us all recite that. And yep. We talked about the inclusiveness and the exclusivity of that verse. Yeah, big uh, big terms that we're throwing around a lot in our culture today: inclusivity, exclusivity, and they're both used. Inclusivity and exclusivity <laughs> is part of John three sixteen twice. I did. Like, <laughs> so, whoop. but um, okay, it's uh, salvation is exclusive through Jesus, but inclusive of the whole world. Right. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Um, and then you said Christianity is not a box that you check off. Right. Explain that a little bit. Well, a lot of times, even when it comes to our relationship with God, um, and this happens with people that, you know, they go to church on Sunday, but when they get home, and they get ready for work the next day. They not only change wardrobes, but they take God, as it were, and put him in a box and put him up on a shelf and say, okay, see you next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's not you, God's desire. He wants to be part of... Did you catch the... The birds Because <laughs> nobody said anything when you did that. Nobody said what? Well, because how many? so many people probably kind of stepped on their toes, I would say. Oh, well, like, uh, yeah, we all kind of put yeah, God in the box a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, we put on our Sunday face and all yep. that kind of stuff. Yep. Yeah, no, that's kind of good. I think we should call a lot of those things out that nobody likes to talk about. Yep. Because it happens to us, too. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And then you, and then I thought it was pretty cool that you said it's a becoming. Yeah. So our Christianity, it's not like you check it off in a box and like, okay, Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Next yeah. question. Next thing. Like, yeah. okay, so. No, we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be in the process of being transformed mm-hmm. and becoming more like Christ. And the whole idea is that people who've known him for a long time should be more like Jesus, not less. Right. And so, and, and that's a, you know, I mean. For you and I, we were raised in the church, so we've known all that good stuff for a very long time. Like the Amy Grant song, but Fat Baby. Remember that one? Uh, that was a long time fat, ago. Fat, fat, but it's um, it's not easy. I mean, sometimes just, you know, we, we just get, we can just get cranky. Yeah, and you want to know something that, I, and this is what I wrote down because this is something in my life, like I really appreciated it. it's a becoming because it's, we're supposed to become more like Christ and what Christ wants for us to become. And if we are constantly trying to live up to other people's expectations of who they think we're supposed to be, then we've got to kind of get through that part to, to totally understand we've got to become who God wants us to be first and foremost. Sure. And so we can't truly become who God wants us to be if we're always trying to live up to expectations of humans because sure. that never happens. So yep. um, one thing I found out that I thought, because my brain was going in 12 different bazillion directions during the thing, because you were talking about the H2O thing and the, you know, the little prism thing. And I told you not to, not the prism thing, the triangle. Yep. Yeah, and you said don't use that illustration. Yeah, but then I kind of I kind of went back on that one because I was like, you know what? I looked into something a little bit. And do you want to know, and I don't know if this is going to make any sense because I didn't really have a chance to go through it. But so this little diagram that I found, they have 
oxygen that's kind of going north and south. And then they have um, the temperature that goes from like out like this. So it's almost like a side triangle. And this part is actually like you have the temperature. Like that's what determines the the different connection, you know? Yeah. Are you, are you following me at all? Of H2O? So like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like I just thought it's like. Yeah. So, so it has to be a certain temperature to be boiling. It has to be a certain temperature to freeze. Yeah. Yeah. And do you want to know what that temperature is? It's because it's oxygen. It's like. It's like. It's determined by the oxygen you mean? Yeah. Because either yeah. you have a lot of oxygen for. And, then, and I'm not a scientist. But then the less oxygen you Wait, get what? this. And then the most <laughs> oxygen. But then that sent me on to think. Our bodies, we need oxygen to live. Yep. And then that sent me on to, like, where did I find it? So then I thought about Genesis 2, verse 7, when God breathed into Adam. Yep. Right? And then the other thing was um, in Acts, where it talked about when the Holy Spirit came. Yeah. Who was the wind that came in and, like. Yeah, yeah. See? Well, That's and it was also cool. a fire. The Holy Spirit is also depicted Acts chapter 2 as a little flame of fire that came. It was also like flames of fire okay. above their heads and that kind of thing. So I think that's um, pretty cool stuff right there. Yeah, It all kind of links together. So I think what it says is the H2O illustration is here to stay. Yeah, but I think you could go a little deeper in the whole thing because it's like creation and the Holy Spirit and... Yep. How God, it's like all of that stuff, it totally makes sense anyway. Yeah. No, that's good. So, yeah. I'm not just a pretty face. Oh, my goodness. Um. Okay. So, let's go through your points really quick. Yes. So, number one, you said the Holy Spirit is boundless in presence and power, yet helps establish boundaries to experience life at its fullest. Right, right. So, any game that you play, any sport that you enjoy, the only reason you play it, the only reason you enjoy it, the only way you get value from it is if it's got, you know, uh, some boundaries, some rules and regulations. NFL, worth, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars, and everybody can't wait for the NFL. I can't wait for the Lions this season. Not everybody. But would they buy into it if all they did was just throw some kind of an oblong object out there and no boundaries, no rules, no regulations? No, nobody's going to pay for that. So what makes it so valuable is actually the game that is played, the the lines that are drawn, and the rules that are in place make the game fun, make it entertaining to watch, and give it value. And so the Holy Spirit says he is boundless. I mean, he can do whatever. Boundless, exactly. But he gives us boundaries in life, mm-hmm. and it's the Spirit of God that's going to remind us of those, that's, that's going to to speak to us and, and say, hey, you know, you're getting off the, the path. Another way to look at it is the guardrails that are in place for the highway. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't want everybody just driving, you know, hey, if you're going to Florida, I'm going to the Upper Peninsula, but we can all just, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah. just, no, there's a northbound lane to 75 and a southbound, southbound. lane, and mm-hmm. there's guardrails in order to keep the traffic flowing. And that's what makes it enjoyable and safe. And well, yeah. so God is not up in heaven just with a big stick ready to beat people over the head. No. But he does say here, if you want to have this life that is full and free and valuable, here are the boundaries. Yeah. And you have the choice to either do it or not do live it. Live by it or not live by it. And, right. you know, Lisa Turkhurst would say that boundaries are a God idea. Sure. Um, yeah. Because even at creation... When it was all a void, 
the very first thing he did was separate separate the sky the boundaries from the water yeah so um that's yeah. kind of cool um number two the holy spirit provides instruction and il- illumination but inf- <laughs> i thought about mushrooms <laughs> oh. but influence is often determined by what we permit and grant access to correct so we can and we often do compartmentalize our lives and we almost say no vacancy to the spirit of god mm. at times um which means that we're we're basically shutting off the presence and the power that can be part of our lives mm-hmm. and it's like you said before what are we magnifying mm-hmm. and when we magnify and again it can even go back to the problems the drama um uh, the whatever it might be mm-hmm. we are not magnifying god we're not magnifying his spirit we're not giving him a chance to show his presence and be powerful in our lives right and um, so the spirit comes along to illuminate and educate and um, give us instruction but man when we when we shut him out it's sometimes difficult for him to yeah. and remember it remember too uh it's interesting and i think we will get into this next week but you think elijah uh elijah prophet, with the J, right? Not yeah. Shah. Great victories with God. And then he has the problem with uh, Ahab and Jezebel, and he runs off, and he's ready to just cash in. He's like, okay, I'm done, Lord. You can take me home. And God's like, uh, no, not finished with you. Hmm. And But it was a process for Elijah to get back to where God wanted him. And so then God says, you know what? I need to show him my presence. That 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 will be what is needed for Elijah to, to see. And, and I want to do that. And so God... And he provides this, the fire and the earthquake and all of this kind of stuff. But God is not in those things. And then... Still small voice. Yeah. And that's where God is. Mm. In, the, in that, just that still and that small. And, and that's, and, and Elijah has to pull his cloak over because he realizes that's where, that's where God is. And so mm. the Spirit of God's not always going to come crashing in. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we've just got to be That's what we're to waiting listen. for is the big, loud the big thunder. Crash. yeah. Yeah. And actually... He is a part of our our lives every day. If we would just listen, listen. If yeah. we seek him, we will find him. Yeah, he's all around us. Yeah, he really is. People. Um, number three, the spirit cannot be stilled, but he can be stifled. Right. No and control. Here we go. Ready for this one? Look at this. Stifled, make someone unable to breathe properly or suffocate. Suffocate. Take away the oxygen. <laughs> Oh, I'm oh telling you goodness. what, it's you all connected. It. Or restrain or um, stop oneself acting on, or other words, suppressing, smothering, quenching, silence. Yeah. Lack oxygen. Hello, nice. people. It's all yeah. hard. So he, he can't be controlled. Uh, he is all powerful. Um, again, we talked about God being God in three persons. We've, we've sung that hymn, Blessed Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit. And the Spirit cannot be controlled, cannot be put in a box, but he can be stifled. And the reason we know that is because Paul specifically said on a number of occasions, don't stifle the Spirit. Don't yeah. quench the quench. Spirit. Mm-hmm. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. And so we use the analogy that if you've got a campfire and you need to put it out, you go get a bucket of water, throw it on, doesn't always take the flame out right away, but if you keep throwing buckets of water right. on that, it will quench that flame. Mm-hmm. 
That's what happens with the Spirit of God. We say no, we say no, we stop listening, we shut it out, and he's, all of a or sudden... Or he's not answering what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't answer the way I want, so I'm just going to say... We'll just be, yeah, we'll just be done, yeah. Yeah, right. And, and that's stifling the Spirit. And then and, you then talked about Samson. Yeah, Old Testament gives us an enormous spirit. example of that with Samson. Guy had it had all going on. from him. And, yeah, then when he finally tells Delilah, again... Goes back to what you said. What was Samson magnifying? Samson was magnifying Delilah. That's where it all was was for him. Was with the relationship with her. And, well, and he, he also was, was magnifying, magnifying that he was God. Mr. Mr. Joe Cool. With well, all yeah. His, he says, "I will go out uh-huh, as before, and I will set myself free." And, and then the sad verse right after it says, "He did not know the spirit of the Lord had, had departed, departed from, from him. him." And so God was like, "All right, if you think this is all you," but God still loved him. He did. And he still used him. I mean, it's, he still used him. He was able to, even though I do think that Samson's schedule was cut short because of his decisions, God still, yeah, restored him. And, and even in his death, he defeated more of the mm-hmm. enemy than he had in his life. And so, um, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, and, a, it's and an I interesting, think that can still fascinating. To people even today. And I always pray that that doesn't happen to God still. Loves, yeah, and the spirit of God still moves, and we just need to open ourselves up. And sometimes we need to open ourselves up for a restoration. Mm-hmm. Um, we we have the spirit of God, but we've just we've doused that flame too much, and we need to rekindle yeah, that fire. We put God in a box, we give him boundaries, and he is boundless. Yeah. So, um, and then I like you even the way you prayed at the end. You refer to fresh wind. I thought that was kind of cool. Well, yeah, and there's a great book by Jim Cimbala. I don't even know if it's in print anymore, called Fresh Wind, Fresh Fire. Mm-hmm. And he talks about the power of the Spirit of God and how important it is mm-hmm. in the life of a church. And that's, I think, what we're going to get into next Sunday. Right? So. Yeah. Fresh Wind, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. thank you for listening. Yeah, and thanks thank so much. thank you to our sponsors. Ooh, our sponsors. Ba-da-ching. We don't have any. How, um, however, I do need to make an announcement. Wow, an announcement. Yes, because I kind of dropped a ball on this one. We're and this having is a for podcast only ladies. Ladies, we have a fall brunch coming up on Saturday, September the 23rd. And the title of it is Sunflowers and Lattes. It's going to be quite fun. And the donation is $5. So nice. you can either shoot me a text and or you can email us or you can call us or you can let us know. My sister-in-law, Laura, is involved. I'm involved. Um, so, you know, we just want to make sure we get that out there. Nice. And yeah. invite a Ladies friend. Keep because invite. if you bring a friend and they haven't been there before, they get a prize. Awesome. Hey, thanks for listening. Listen, if you get a chance, could you just hit that subscribe button? And that will let you know whenever we shoot these podcasts out. We try to do them on a weekly basis. And we'll try to do it again next week. Yes, please. And share another strange story from... The saga of Lori and her eggshells. <laughs> hey, I have coffee grounds to add to it this time. Oh, wonderful. Hey, listen, thanks Naomi for tuning in. Me. Have yourself <laughs> a great week, and we will see you soon. Bye. Oh, my goodness.